But every now and then she'll be like, look at that doctor. Isn't he handsome? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, the only problem is a penis. A penis. <laughs> got a good job and a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Every fucking week. <laughs> Every fucking there it week. is. This actually might there make it, it into this episode this time because that one. <laughs> Three, two, one. Shit. Oh. Welcome <laughs> to another episode of Perfectly Incapable, and we are definitely living up to that definition right now. My name is Adam. I'm Lewis. Hello. I'm Allie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have our first guest with us today, Allie. So welcome our, not only our first guest, but the first lady on our podcast. Oh, I'm very happy to be oh, here. Yes. Oh, and excited. the most beautiful. You forgot that one. And the most beautiful, of <laughs> course. I thought that was just a given, but it's fine. <laughs> but yeah, what's up, all of you? How is, how's your week been? How's your weekend been going? I've been living spin life. Oh. I've been living spin life. Mm-hmm. Spinning hard and strong. So Allie's been on this spin kick that's just been so amazing and impressive and the first question or the first thing that I had like she was like I went to spin and I was like I was listening to a podcast last week and heard about how bad that is for your vagina <laughs> tell me about tell me about that <laughs> not your fitness journey how's your vagina? vagina I was gonna say I love this journey <laughs> my vagina is getting a workout in spin let me tell you without those cushion seats honey <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I totally understand the uh, the concern you would have for your lady parts or your man parts when you're doing spin. I couldn't imagine the the scrotum pounding that must happen when you are it's, doing spin. It's not fun. I remember we had to do it in college. Like we had a random like I had like I just think like a random gym class, and so they had us go into like different workout. Uh, classes and one of them was spin and it was fucking Weird. awful it was fucking awful i am so i applaud you for doing this but we were like it was only like 50 minutes and i was like well i'm done i'm never looking at a bike ever again i feel, <laughs> I feel like as a man doing spin you would just be like unintentionally tucked the entire time like you would just be yeah. banging your balls inside of exactly body. and that's what it felt like and like you would think it would have been sexy like the what's that song called call, was it call on me where she's in the like the aerobics gear oh god like like that's what you think it's gonna be like or or uh or that new ariana right. Grande song uh, the, the one with Nicki Minaj on it. They're in a spin class. It's not that oh. sexy. I wish. Side to side. Side, side to, to side. side is that one. Yeah. So that came on in spin once. Oh and my. I'm like, I don't look like that. <laughs> so they're playing the videos. They're playing the music videos. Yeah, they played the music videos. And I'm looking at these videos and I'm thinking, that's the body I'm trying to attain. Move it, heifer. Exactly. That's how I motivate myself. Girl, same. Uh, that is the best, the best way to do it. Yell at yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I says, move it, tiny sausages. And we just try to get up that hill. And then I thank God that I'm wearing shoes in which I am clipped in. In the event I collapse on the bike, I just go forward and we'll come to when the class is over. I want a, a class that is just a bunch of uh, mechanical bulls. Like everyone's just being flung around trying to hold on for dear, dear life. Like that would be a good thigh workout, I think. Talk yeah, about the pain. And core. As I say, and core. That'd be a really good core workout. Yeah. And if there's anything I've seen, you got to wear a sports bra because those girls will come out Strap on those in. mechanical bulls. <laughs> fly right out. You're just mm. you're wearing a crew neck and there's just titty hanging out. Listen, I need an ace bandage. <laughs> Strap me up, girl, and put me on. Oh, fuck. Um, That's hilarious. Mm-mm. All right, so spin sounds horrible, and I'm not yeah. interested in it. 
Uh, how about you, Lewis? What's any anything fun this week or weekend? Oh, fuck. Uh, not really. Yesterday we went out for my best friend's birthday, and that was a hot disaster. Because, of course, you know me. A sip of alcohol hits my body, and I, like, fucking turn into Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. So I'm, yeah. like, so I'm like, on the dance floor, acting a whole fool. The streets are shook. And then... <laughs> And then it was the best part because I went up to the DJ and the DJ knows who I am. I frequent this place often. Like, you know who the fuck I am. Yeah. Well, you know, my gay ass is going to come up there and be like, hey, I want to hear an ABBA song. So he knows I'm coming and he like put his finger up and he was like, hold on. And I was like, strike one. (laughs) And so then I had it typed out already. I'm like, oh, it's my best friend's birthday. Can you play Dancing Queen? And he was like, he like gave me this like maybe hand. And I was like, I swear to God, if you don't play this, I'm going to claim homophobia and write an angry Yelp review. (laughs) And, and it was like the best thing ever. I was spinning under a, I was spinning under a disco ball. But then I woke That's up. Amazing. To, but then I woke up today and was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't drink as much ever. Still spinning. Still. Disagree. Yeah. Well, I mean, like my head is still spinning, but like you know, I I, I love that the whole theme of this podcast now is just spinning. <laughs> just spinning. Just Hashtag spinning. spin. Hashtag spin. Spin life. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was work and look at memes and get drunk. So that's but you that's also did fit life. Like I said, you looked a little top heavy this morning, Adam. First of all, thank you. And second, yeah, Ali, I was standing there talking and she was like, "You look a little top heavy." What? And I was just like, first of all, fuck you." I didn't understand the compliment. Uh, and then it was a thank you. Uh, I tried on my. My crop tops came. Tried on my crop tops. Ooh, how'd that and, go? Uh, Breathtaking, let me just say. <laughs> Breathtaking. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I'll have to send, I'll have to send <laughs> like you a photo, it. but I'm into like it. Yeah. It. Uh, it's it's coming along. The other two are not for me. Actually, one of them looked really good on Allie. <laughs> and maybe that's well, maybe that'll just be a Christmas gift to you. I don't know. We'll see. Ooh. Uh, they're, the other two are like tanks. Uh-huh. Tank crop tops, and I'm I'm not a fan of how they look on me. The other one's like a full, like a normal T-shirt with sleeves, but yeah. a crop top. But I believe you should only be wearing crop tops from now on. Can't you just get one with a nice collar and a <gasps> sleeve? Polo crop, please. Oh my god, oh my business god. crop. Yes. Uh, if there's not a market for this, oh we've just god. created it, and I've <laughs> just found my first model. All right, this is this is another uh, section that we're gonna have to clip so that you guys don't steal our ideas. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, like, can you imagine like a cute like like button down crop top with like a little lace neck? Right. Be so cute. It just, I love like, how we the, do lace on it. Lace, I don't want yeah, like, a cute lace collar. Lace. Why not? It'd be so God, fun. It's classy. I fucking love. It's so classy. Mm-hmm. Work appropriate. I'm just. And then we can have like a long sleeve version, a little <gasps> bit sheer. Ooh. The nineties called the 90s. make it what is it what is the type of you're the art student. What is the the pattern where it's like it's not rimmed or it's those little columns. It's a corduroy? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I love How could a lesbian not know your corduroy? Art. <laughs> yeah, not fashion student. I was a graphic design student, but hey, that works. That what definitely the, still works. What's the the, the rib, the stripes on the... Are you trying to ask me about a wife beater? What are we <laughs> Valid. But I'm thinking a beautiful turtleneck corduroy. Ripped for your fashion. Yeah, corduroy. Mm. I hate corduroy. Mm. A corduroy crop top. Yep. Ooh. Just right. It comes down just below the girls. <gasps> this fucking like fashion Ooh. line. Right. Love. Just our podcast is just now like new endeavors. We're just on entrepreneurs and we're just going to start. It's just a workshop now for, for new <laughs> business concepts. I really hope you guys are ready for our shop. It's coming up soon. Get ready. Etsy. Look out. <laughs> Etsy is shook. 
God. Um, all right. Well, well, let's let's get into our actual topic for today. So, tell me, why did you bring me here? Why did I bring you here? Why do we why do we even have this lesbian in the studio with us today? Um, because we love you and we enjoy your company. Yes. Also, however, so Thursday is National Coming Out Day, everyone, October eleventh, and so that's going to be our topic today. We're going to talk about our coming out stories and you know a little bit of our history and some of the difficulties, but how important it is to you know have these conversations and other things that are very beneficial in a segue. <laughs> so <laughs> let's, let's just dive into our topic. I was going to uh, say, because we know so much about really good segues, let's be real. I mean, we're, we're really amazing with segues. <laughs> uh, but I do want to start actually just with Allie. Like, tell us a little bit about about you, about your life. What do you do? How old are you? What, what do you identify as? What's your relationship to Jesus? I got you. So that's fabulous. Before we started recording, I'm going to say 30-ish <laughs> um, is the age. We're just going to leave it at that. I'm chronically single. Or, oh, my God. Yeah, chronically single. Chronically we'll just single. go there. <laughs> no, uh, definitely lesbian gold star. Ooh, Which I'm still know. having yes. to explain Cheers. to my mother what that means. We we never actually, I'm interrupting you, we never no. actually covered, because I found out people don't, not everyone knows what that is, a gold star gay lesbian, is it specific to it? Whatever. Gold star is when you have not had sex with the opposite sex, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good definition. Good right. job. Yeah. So Lewis is not a gold star, which floored me because... I just assume all of my gay friends are gold stars, mm-hmm. and all of them, I think, are, except for you now. You're Surprise. like, I'm maybe my f- first gay friend that is not a gold star that's had sex with women. Well, it is an honor, let me tell you. It's an honor. Oh, it's an honor I know. Be. It's an honor and a privilege. <laughs> it's an honor. I know. Uh, right? You know. That's, a, so, that's, yeah. why, that's why I was like, why? Like, it's not a it's not a secret, and it's like, it's fun. You know, Ellie Yeah, knows. no, that's awesome. Ellie like, I, I love that about you, and, and, like, I'm jealous that you've had that experience, but at the same time, I don't want that experience. <laughs> I'm just, like, really for happy me. for you, but, like, I'm, I'm just really happy for you. It's just not my journey. <laughs> so. And this is something that I think my, when ex- having the whole coming out, I think I knew in high school because I used to say to myself well Allie you're just not attracted to that gay man you've been dating for four years that's okay (laughs) that's okay it's all right that's okay um that's all right you know we were each other's beards and it worked out pretty well it's like if you're a lesbian that's not the end of the world just go to college and experiment (laughs) (laughs) I did it there's a lot of lesbians in college right oh yeah yes every female I'm just kidding probably not um I wouldn't know but no I I would say (laughs) the The like the coming out story for me is, you know, I was the only daughter. And so I decided it's time to tell my mother I realize I'm a lesbian. I am accepting this. And since I'm dating someone, it's probably a good idea to let to let Tawana know. And I thought, you know. My mother's very strong. She has very strong opinions. She can either take this well or not. I mean, it's, it's going to be either really well mm-hmm. or it's going to be horribly wrong. Right. So I thought, hey, what better way and what better time than when she's driving? Oh, perfect. Right? Because I'm like, if this goes great, then we'll just continue going 70 miles an hour, 85 north, and there On won't the be a problem on the interstate. Yeah. If it oh. goes horribly wrong, 
well, she can't get at me. It'll kill us both. Right. Unless, so, unless she pulls a Carrie Underwood and screams, Jesus, take the wheel <gasps> and then beat the shit out of you right there. Uh, now See? that's something in oh retrospect I didn't think about. You didn't. We weren't, I wasn't too concerned about Jesus at the moment. <laughs> I was just more concerned about what is she going to do? Right. How will she? How is she going to respond? Is she going to cry? Is she going to have no emotion? Or is she going to go, eh? Well, luckily. Because did she have any inklings? That you knew of beforehand? Like, were there any any signs you would put out? Well, the sign I had put out was I dated a gay man in high school. And my sure. best friend and the person who I lived with was gay. So I never brought a boyfriend home after college. Mm-hmm. It was just pretty much I'm, I'm hoping I need to ask them this. I think they may have thought she was asexual. Just mm-hmm. like uh, she's just I wanted to be a career woman. <laughs> I'm just focused on my education and my career and ain't nobody got time for the ping because I'm trying to get my shit together. Same. I'm a strong, independent woman. Right. <laughs> so I, I just thought they just they just didn't think I, I dated and I was just focused on making straight A's and getting that internship and being a boss, ma- being a boss bitch. Exactly. Because that's what my mother is. Right. Tawana is a boss bitch. Tawana is a strong woman. Right. No, w- wouldn't you be nervous? Adam knows my mother. I do. Wouldn't you think? I kind of want to know what I'm going into. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. think that's very fair. So I decided to do it when she was driving and I was a passenger and no one else was in the car. And I said, hey. I got something I want to tell you. And I did want to cry because I was just, I think not because it was sentimental, but because I felt nauseous. Right. Yeah. I mean, and it, anxious. it was obviously something. I mean, you, you planned it to such an extent of like where you were going to be and the detail of, of driving. So I'm, I'm sure that was a right an emotional. I'm, I'm like, now's the moment and where we're going. Yeah. How's she going to be when we get to where we are anyway? I'm like, hey, I got something to say. She's like, oh, yeah, Sure. I was swat, like silent. Like, you know, I'm a lesbian, right? Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even say it. I think I'm a lesbian or I might be. I said, you, you know. know, I'm a lesbian, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm a lesbian, right? And her response, she didn't, didn't skip or miss a beat. Yes, honey. So this huge, just emotional balloon I had blown up. She went, boop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, like, you know, yeah, we've known Mac knew ever since she wanted to play football. (laughs) That was it. Oh, this big drama bubble that you've been building and so excited to show off. Fuck it. It's true. I'm thinking I'm going to have this like emotional moment of either just rage or just nothingness. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't even know. I was prepared to have a serious emotional response, be it good or bad. And I got eh. We know. Right. They gave me no inclination that they knew. That's the thing. You ask, hey, did you do anything where that kind of would have given them an idea that mm-hmm. this could be happening or was going to happen? Nah, bruh. Nope. Nah, bruh. The whole time nah, they were just waiting. They were just sitting, hiding, waiting. They were just like, ah, well. They're just like, no she's going to come out from behind that bush in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody love us. Oh, Lesbian joke. Ah, we're full of them. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome that it was. I mean, I'm sorry for your drama loss, the loss of your drama, but that's awesome that she took it so well. You know, she took it well. I will say the coming out part wasn't the hardest. It's the 
So I came out and I'm like, well, what's she going to do now? Right. And so I've been living with the, she going to accept it? She not going to accept it kind of situation. Right. So there is a difference between her, her knowing like, yeah, we know you're a lesbian and being okay with it. Right. She's not there yet. Right. It was all fine and good. Like, good for you, honey. I'm glad you told me. This is great. But it's the aftermath. And so has she has she ever been rude about towards relationships or has it just been a almost begrudgingly acceptance? I think of begrudging at the moment. Well, we're from the South, and my mother right. is a very genteel lady. She's a very genteel lady. And no, she loves everyone and everything. So at, I was lucky. I think I definitely lucked up in the sense yeah. that she may have not been 100% and may not still be 100% on board, mm-hmm. but she would never be rude. Every girl I've brought home after then, and you've known, Adam, some of the girls I brought home, Tawana is <laughs> still just like, nope, great girl. You know, we'll we'll go with this. But every now and then she'll be like, look at that doctor. Isn't he handsome? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. The only problem is a penis. A penis. You got a good job. And a dick. <laughs> <laughs> so I I mean, we have we have a whole lot more to to unpack, but I want to back up a little bit and have you talk a little bit more about because you mentioned we're both from from South Carolina, from a similar area, but talk talk a little bit more about like what you're doing now. You said, oh you know, yeah, sure. So yeah, coming from small town South Carolina, growing up and kind of coming into myself yeah. in my small country town, I was so lucky that I had and have a best friend who I've known since fifth grade, and I always had this real sturdy backbone in him. And so when you get to that age, you're like, what is sexuality? And I think I want to kiss them on the lips. <laughs> it was kind of like, well, my mom's like, isn't he handsome? And so I found the most handsome man in my high school. <laughs> he was dashing, charming, found the most dashing man in, the high, in my high school who thought I was beautiful. He taught me how to go shopping, get my nails done. He was just, he was great. So we dated for most of my high school career. And when he broke up with me, my senior year of high school, I was completely devastated because I'd lost my best friend. I just decided then I'm like, you know what? Fuck dating, whatever. I'd never actually been with him anyway, which is what my mother was terrified of. She was like, condoms, be safe. And I'm like, I'm a cool mom. What? Yeah, I'm a cool mom. You keep me young. God, that's 100% Tawana <laughs> Right. And so I just kind of put off figuring out who I was sexually and romantically and just really focused on college and getting through college, getting through graduate school. I have a great job right now in higher education, which I love. I was able to do my research and studies on my bachelor's and thesis on causation and correlation of homosexuality theories on that. And so I was kind of on a mission to figure out what the fuck was wrong with me or what I thought might be wrong with me. And it just turns out I'm a lesbian. (laughs) My parents spent tens of thousands of dollars for me to really just study um, what was going on with me. And I just happened to be gay. Um, I'm sorry, mom. So (laughs) it was money well spent, I assure you, because I feel well adjusted now. Some would argue maybe not quite that adjusted, but it works out. Socially, maybe not romantically. Exactly. Right. And this this is a whole other topic you can get on just like coming out late. I came out late. You I feel was, like you came out late? I definitely came out late. I do. Did you say when you came out? No, I did age? not say when I came out. I came out when I was around 23, 24. Okay. That's late. In the United States, think about when you first start having sex. Well, I do think it's 
well, sex aside, I think it is actually late compared to today's. Yeah. <clears throat> and then even then, even then, like when you come out, like if you think about it, you're literally starting your life again because now you have to learn to date for real again and who you want to right. date. So like yeah. you're start you're starting from base one again, and so that means you have to go through the good, the bad, and the ugly until you're ready to quote unquote date again. And there's a sense of dating maturity that you gain in your like yeah. younger years. Yeah. yeah. So now here I was, a 23-year-old with an actual girlfriend in a loving, committed relationship. And I didn't know how to manage my emotions well, or I went through everything I feel a 15, 16-year-old would do in their first like loving relationship because mm-hmm. I yeah. never really had one nope. until that time. That's so interesting. Yeah. Cause I, we had our, we, we, we have like a, we've had conversations about relationships and I was a, a little bit of a crazy person mm-hmm. in my first relationship. And I can't imagine oh. that having been delayed to 23, 24. Cause I was such a different person in relationships in my early twenties yeah. than I was at 17, 18. It's completely different. Yeah. You have that room for error. That's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Come on now. A 25 year old man acting like a 16 year old that's not hot that's not hot that's not hot (laughs) it's not cute it's not a good look Mm -mm. shit don't look good on (laughs) grinder shit don't look good on grinder but it's still there (laughs) i was gonna say like i tell you it's all of grinder oh it's everywhere Mm -hmm. so i guess i didn't realize that it was and i don't think that that's that late but it is it is later definitely later than i i attempted um but that's that is that is a very good a good point and for me, it's still happening. I have right. my biological father still. I sure hope my little brother has told him. I'm pretty sure he just thinks I'm married <laughs> to my roommate. I someone took the bullet for me. I really hope that my sister and my brother happen to set my dad down and go, oh, how is she? She happy with Josh? And they're like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> she's a lesbian, dad. <laughs> or they're just going to be like, yeah, she's right. good. She's okay. They're doing well. Right, 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 right. I, I know we've got multiple versions of coming out we want to talk about. And I mean, I can go, but I was actually going to pass it over to Lewis. I'd like to hear how you followed that up. Yeah. So you would think knowing me and the person that I am, that I would have some also dramatic story, but like (laughs) I did not, (laughs) I do not. And the reason is because like, I don't think I've ever had to come out to my parents. Like Mm -hmm. I never did. Like, and I, and like, I know we're going to go on to this later about coming out to everyone. I never really did. And I know all of my friends have, and I have sat there and they like sat me down and been like, surprise, I'm gay. And like, I'm like, yeah, that's why we're all best friends. Like, <laughs> you're like, I thought that was, I thought it was like, oh, and, amazing. And, right. Well, it's, it's funny. Cause like my, my, one of my best friends in high school, like I went to an all boys school and we loved, we loved like Britney Spears. We loved Sierra, Gwen Stefani. Like those were the hot jams there. And everyone's like, then gay, what? And I'm like, oh, my God, I hate everything. But, like, I remember him, like, sitting us down and, like, coming out to us. And we're all like, yeah. I was like, duh. Hello. Wow. Yeah. I, I was like, try to be mean about it. But, like, duh. I always Yeah, you're, you're, you didn't know? <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't know that this we all sounds like a gay breeding ground, that school right? you went to. How but, many? Okay, continue. <laughs> no, how many gays were there? Uh, there's th- three and a half of us. Um, uh, a half? Yeah. That sounds like a buy. Okay. Yeah, there that's you like go. A, that's, Allie that's got a, it. That's a, that's a Allie bye. got it. Allie got it. That's a bye. Um, three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, yeah, duh, no shit. So I never had, I never like came out, but I always remember 
remember when like those like ridiculous scarves were in like the emo hipster scarves like the one you were wearing last weekend no see that's fashion that one's fashion just kidding it's just a huge fucking it's a fucking afghan it's it's, it's literally it's a blanket scarf it's fucking it's beautiful huge. but he's wearing a burqa yeah, it's, almost. It's a, it's a burka. Almost. <laughs> I wish. I'm like, nobody look at me. But there were like these like hipster scarves and all the hipsters wearing and whatever. And I remember I wore one once. Just once. And my dad like went off in like high school. Oh, and like no. he didn't talk to me for like four days. He didn't say anything to me. He said to my mom and he thought I was dating my best friend. And I was like, please, no, never. We would never, ever do that. Your best friend, I guess it was a man. He was, yeah, he was a dude. Boys school. Yeah. yeah. So like we, he thought we were dating and I was like, no. And then after that, I, I like social media was a thing. It was starting to come up. So like Facebook was starting to be a thing. We had just like graduated college, whatever. So I was like moving on from high school to college. Anytime I was with any sort of like man in a picture, just, just like me and another oh, man, Lord. everyone's like, I have a question and I'm like please don't ask like we I'm like no first of all I'm like what well, one I wish but two no we're not um, just suddenly every cap every photo you post the captions not my boyfriend not, not my boyfriend <laughs> titled single still chronically single sorry about it chronically single a memoir right <laughs> but yeah I mean I never came out to my parents I think they've just like accepted it at this point I don't know if they accept it accept it because like I've never gotten to the point where I brought someone home because again not that not that serious right i don't know i think like i think my mom gets it like I, well first of all my, my my father made me like raise me on selena so i was like strike one and then my mom was a huge share fan so i was surrounded by share strike two and then they just let me have full control of the radio so i was like britney motherfucking spears i was gonna say when did who brought who introduced abba uh that came later in life i found that on my own and it's just been a miracle ever since i've been living my best life my, my, my best Listen, life i have every one of abba's albums it's they're the greatest band of all time and we need to have a side note let's catch up on this like i have the biographies of anna bjorni but yes and yeah i got it we are sisters on this apparently y'all need to talk about abba we're gonna come together on that oh my god i we're gonna come yeah well that'll be the bonus episode for the week um (laughs) that's right ideas um but no i like i never i never had a big coming out story and like i think i think everyone just like just assumed like mm-hmm. i mean i didn't always look like this like i look now i was very i had my like natural black hair it Fabulous. wasn't as long yeah i wasn't a beautiful butterfly <laughs> mermaid and since you can't see him he looks gorgeous always oh i God. mean that luscious colors colorful locks look at that that structured facial hair hot yeah well i had to shave because i have a wedding in two weeks i need the facial hair to color correctly. <laughs> well, this makes up for my lack of hair with his, his beautiful volume <laughs> I feel flock of seagulls at the moment. It, it's <laughs> just, I feel like I ran so far away. Oh my God. <laughs> so far. No, I, I didn't, I didn't have a dramatic coming out story. I wish I, I wish I did, but I, I think also nobody just cared. They were like, okay, cool. Like whatever. I like to this day, like I still have it. Like I said, I have not come out to really anyone. I haven't felt the need to either. I'm just like, you see me, you hear me. There's a lot of, a lot of gives going on here. You figure it out. Can I ask how old are you? 28 still a baby baby. i'm still a tiny baby and like well and then they were like questioning me at age 17 so that's when the whole scarf i'm am am i dating my best friend type thing Mm -hmm. was was that and then ever since and then they like stopped asking me at like 25 because they're just like whatever i get it because like hello i just started changing and everyone's like oh okay this is is happening we're just gonna accept it he's not stopping and i'm like you're Mm -hmm. right i'm not 
I always love that, like, there's like a Lady Gaga quote. I think she, I think she tweeted it when she was releasing the UNI video. It's a, it's the more, the more, the more they try to change me, the more magical I become. Ooh, I love so, that. So, like, that has always stuck with me. I know. I want to get I that as that a tattoo. A it's like one of my favorite quotes. And I'm just like, that's how I've always felt about it. So, what are you going to do when you actually get a boyfriend? Do you feel you're going to have to have a coming out? I don't think so. When you're in a serious relationship? I thought about it and I'm just. Like, to his family? Yeah. Yeah, my family. Since it hasn't been, a thing. since you haven't had the official yeah. debutante ball, I didn't get my my whole my whole ball. Didn't get to walk down the staircase in my gown yet. My whole keen scenario did not happen. Um, I've thought about it, and we, my family, and I have a weird relationship, which like is like a whole other therapy session. So at this point, it's kind of like, hey, surprise! I'm bringing so and so to this home. You're either going to accept it or not. Do you want to do this? Like that's that's just how that's how we are at this point. So I'm just like, hey, bring it home, boy. Do you want to meet him? If not, it's fine. And like the thing, that's oh, you're going to give them the option. That's nice. I know. Well, I'm also like, I'm not going to like flaunt it in your face, but if you don't, if it makes you uncomfortable, because like I get very uncomfortable really easily about a lot of things. So like I appreciate everyone that's like, hey, is this going to be okay? Like I hate being touched. And like last night I had to meet someone new and he was talking to me and he's a, he was a toucher. He was a, he was a, to a sudden mm. toucher. So he's like touching my arm, like touching my shoulder and I'm like flinching and like, ah, ah, ah. and then I, and I saw like my other best friend, she was sitting next to me and she's like looking at him and she's like, Oh, Oh, and I'm like, Oh, oh. and then at one it's point, building. It's building. I, well then at one point we went to the, to his apartment after, and we were sitting on the couch and he was like showing us video. So he's like sitting on the arm of the chair but like on top of me and Mm -hmm. then my other my other friend is on top of uh my friend kate and so we're all like huddled together i was like this is so nice i've always wanted so many boyfriends at one time can everyone please get off this sounds like an orgy there are way too many body parts on my body parts at one time too much pressure i was not ready for it too much overstimulated literally i was like i'm not a sensory baby i'm not a sensory baby don't touch me but yeah i mean i thought about it and so i don't know I mean, I'm just going to be like, hey, it's happening. If you want to see it, cool. If not, whatever. I'll invite you to the wedding eventually if you want to come. I kind of want you to have a grand ball now that you have Coming had out one. ball. A literal I know. And like, I thought about ball. Well, I thought about using this episode as my big like, hey, surprise, in case you haven't known or seen or understood, I, I'm, a, I'm a flaming homosexual. Surprise. I mean, anyone you're sending this podcast to, I hope that they gather that as, as we've talked. Because it literally says a gay lifestyle. And, and it's a gay lifestyle podcast, like on things. So I'm like, yeah. come on, guys. Come on, put it together. Come on. How about you, Adam? What was your what's your coming out story? I want it better be riveting, is all I'm gonna say, because so far it's been like I we popped up, we, we pop we popped the drama bubble. I didn't have one, so you're our you're our last hope here. Someone had better screamed and run down the road. Well, there was no screaming or running um so i mean definitely i always knew never never uh i I dated girls like i had i had my little girlfriends in middle school and i i think i I dated a girl into like ninth like freshman year of high school Mm -hmm. i was i was looking at not like just looking at porn because this was early ages of the internet so i mean we talked about it at one point where where it takes you know (laughs) 10 minutes to load that dial up porn (laughs) that dial up porn exactly aol over here (laughs) my dad found history that i had i think i might have done it intentionally to leave a trail and i remember him coming and asking me like what the fuck is this how old were you 13 
Wow. 13. Yeah. So I was 13 and confronted me and, you know, started doing the questions of why are you looking at this? And, you know, I'm like, I think I'm gay or whatever. And I'm pretty sure I use those terms. I think you, you said, you know, I'm a lesbian. I'm at that point, I mean, 13. I was like, I think I'm, I knew I was gay, but, you know, being confronted by <laughs> your father from the <laughs> Who porn, has seen your porn history, at, right? uh, <laughs> your dial up I, porn history on top of it, my dial up porn. I think I'm gay. And so that was, that was not fun. That was not a fun conversation. It was very awkward. I was trying to be honest and it did not go over well. My parents had recently divorced, separated. You know, the South is what it is. I mean, it, it's not very accepting in general, much better so now, whatever. My family, I was raised Southern Baptist. It kind of tapered off. But then when my parents got divorced, they both threw themselves into religion. My mom for actual like seeking something to ground her and my dad for the sake of the court looking like a good person. Um, my father is amazing. I love my dad. I get along with him very well, but he is also a very cunning man and he does things intentionally, which I get. That's a lot of my traits I get from him. Unfortunately, uh, <laughs> he does things intentionally. And so like he, you know, threw himself into, into the church for the sake of the court. You use your powers for good. Thank you. Thank you for spinning that for me. Because <laughs> um, I was I sitting here like, mm -hmm, you're right, you mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, he, I think he called my mom and there was, I had like a journal because this was one of those, I've talked about it at some point. I was a much more open person when I was younger, very emotional. I wrote a lot of poetry. I wrote, I just wrote a lot. I had journals and I think my mom found my journal and it was just this whole blow up. I was sent to counseling uh, because they didn't, you know, think it was a thing, you know, being gay. They're like, we can fix this. Right. And so I went to one counselor that was just a joke. And then they sent me to, <laughs> my mom tricked me. She was just like, we're going to go whatever she used talk go get food or some shit i don't know and then we were rolling up to our church which this church we were going to at the time was non-denominational still based on baptist beliefs but non-denominational a more new age type of church at that point in time but still whatever the youth pastor was a family friend we had grown up with them and and my dad had worked with him and he was happened to be the youth pastor at this church so we roll up and and i'm just like what the fuck are we what and I had to go talk to him. So we're sitting in his office and he's trying to talk to me about it's just a phase and it's I was that age where you're just having thoughts and he had had those thoughts and he had had moments where he thought he was attracted to men. I just remember sitting in the office being numb to the conversation. It was I mean, I had just started to tell people what they wanted to hear because I was I mean, none of it ever made me the more quote-unquote professionals that I had to talk to, the more it solidified my feelings, oddly. Like, it, I mean, luckily, I guess, because there are some people that, it, it, you know, it sinks in and they, they start to... Make bad decisions. Suppress, and, well, maybe I am wrong. Maybe this is just a phase. Maybe I, it's, I'm, it is wrong. Or I think that was the final straw for me when he was trying to tell me it was a phase and he had gone through the same thing and had 
moments where he had been like sexually attracted to men. And I just remember looking at him like, you're fucking like, so you have suppressed this. Mm -hmm. You are a result of what you're trying to do to me right now. Fuck you. Fuck this. Really? And I, I was just, I just sat there and let him finish talking and said my piece. I was just like, I hear what you're saying. Do you feel better? Pastor? Do you feel better getting that off of your chest, off of your suppressed gay chest? <laughs> um, it wasn't fun. They cut me off from my friends. I couldn't, my, like my dad would literally hide whenever he came home. He, he, he hid all of the phone cords. He would pull, literally pull out the cord because landlines, the cord that plugged the phone into the wall whenever he needed to use it and would take it back to wherever he was hiding it. And I had all of my communication cut off with everyone, anyone, um, because I had friends that I had come out to at school and they just thought they were enablers. I mean, leaving you alone with your thoughts is what they thought it's a wonderful might be thing, the right? best thing. Like, right? let me just sit in my room with i mean there i very uh, i don't know if this is if you, you, you i can't even word it this way but i casually attempted suicide three times um so no just leaving me to my own thoughts was not necessarily uh isolating you a productive no, yeah that was gonna be that was the first thing i thought of when you said he ripped out the thing i was like uh um i was like this is what happens because yeah. i don't mean to interrupt your story but have you seen the trailer for the movie boy erased hmm. it's basically no. it's basically what you were just talking about like i think this high schooler it's based i think it was based on a true story this high schooler is outed i guess and then his dad like sends him to a like conversion therapy type school church thing whole story of him like trying to survive this and then it's his mother's in it i think his mother's nicole kidman too on top of it uh yeah. so it's like nicole kidman and this and him are like trying to figure out how to find the balance and then at the end like i think she like comes to terms with it and she was like the lord the lord wants one thing but i also love my son and so it's like mm -hmm. that struggle too so like i that's the first and i had that written down in my notes because i was like we can talk about that but like that is what i worry i was like damn like, that's how real it is. Yeah. And I mean, it. my parents are great. And, you know, this is just the 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 story. It, the, it didn't go. And I mean, to be fair, I've always given them credit. I was 13. It's they were going through shit. This doesn't excuse anything, but it was a lot. Like they both were going through a lot. Our family was going through a lot. And I this was thrown on top of everything. And yeah. being 13 and young, it wasn't something... I think they were blindsided. Like this wasn't a situation where they ever thought that was something they were going to have to quote unquote deal with. Now had, I guess at that time had someone else come out in your family before, were you like the first gay I don't know person anyone, that they would have had to interact with? anyone gay in my family, yeah. in my extended family. My, my dad's side is not that big. He's one of three and only one of his sisters had kids and then we there's three of us and my dad's side of the family is very small my mom's side she's one of eight and they've all had like eight and they've all had like eight so my mom's side of the family is huge but i've never heard of any anyone in the family i'll say that fun science research business it comes in that it's gen like the genetics do play a piece and i yeah. was lucky that I my dad had a sister mm -hmm. who was a lesbian. She came out in her 40s. So yeah. much later than me, 
I'm like, oh, okay, there's something I can say. All right, everybody. Let, just to let you all know. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Right. Uh, like, <laughs> I can kind of genetically tie this around if I need yeah. to. If need if be. If I need yeah. to. It's too bad. You should never have to get to that point where you have to explain no. it. Right. Catapulting off of everything my family was going through, I had tried to be honest with a couple friends at school who, you know, girlfriends who <laughs> I thought were could be trusted and one of them... I don't think they were saying anything, you know, in a rude way. I don't ever, I don't, I never found out what the conversation actually was, but told someone else who told someone else. And I literally like had a conversation and the next day came to school and it was like from a fucking movie. <laughs> I was walking through the hall and it was like I was walking and like I'd walk by someone staring at me and keep walking and two more people staring at me. And I was just like, uh, Right. And then like suddenly realize everyone is staring at me as I'm walking by them. And one of my friends, you know, ran up to me and was like, is it true? And I was like, what the, f it's what true? Like what the, it's what, what are you talking about? And I mean like overnight resident, home I was gay. Yeah. I was yeah. the gay in the school. Um, I don't think there was anyone gay out, but I, I had to transfer schools to easily because it just got, I couldn't imagine. Making oh, comments insane. in the hallway, and I mean the break. The breaking point for me was this guy spit on me after school one day. Ew. I was having a conversation and heard and felt in in my hair him spit, and I turned around and looked at him, and he took the fuck off running. And it didn't even really upset me. I was more just like, ugh, there's spit in my hair, <laughs> because he fucking ran. Right. No. He didn't have the balls to even call me a faggot or talk shit he spit and ran <laughs> like as soon yeah. as i turned around hit and fucking run. took off and i was like all right this guy doesn't even have like enough courage to to try and fight me mm -hmm. like he's not even gonna you know try to push me on the ground or whatever yeah. he ran what did your teachers do did they the administration do anything uh, i mean i don't think it was ever anything visible to them i don't wow I, they missed they missed it yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, it you know it was it wasn't anything too horribly traumatic i didn't get kicked out fortunately and i, I mean truly uh, though that's you can't see my face <laughs> you can't see all of our faces i'm serious like, it's that, like it wasn't like, well, too like, traumatic I, 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 as i'm like falling off of my little balancing ball right here i'm like what <laughs> that sound all of that sounds so fucking traumatic. traumatic i mean it it wasn't the best experience but i've always felt fortunate compared to a lot of honey we're situations. fortunate that's not yeah. fortunate that is horrid that's the worst anyways so that's anyways his seg there's the segue that's anyways anyways do you have any anyways, trauma in that topic <laughs> God, honey. It was, I mean, it was, it was what it was. And it was awful is what it, it was. It was bullshit is what it was. I guess. I mean, I'm, I feel like a pretty well adjusted functional person. I would agree. I would agree As to Lewis that. Laughs, you, you bounced, <laughs> you bounced back from that trauma That's quite what well. I was going to say. I would say. I was like, no, definitely no. call that trauma. Yeah. I'm glad I waited. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad the realization yeah. came later because that, I couldn't imagine processing that without mentally being able to like sure. have a healthy process of that and have people around yeah. me act maturely. I guess there I just found the upside for my own. At least everyone around me was somewhat mature enough to at least accept it, but you yeah. can't ex you can't expect a 13-year-old growing up in small town South Carolina, especially Pickens County to yeah, respond empathetically or 
kindly. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it was... It was what it was. Well, and you have siblings. How did your siblings take it? Okay, so this is this was actually a, a topic that. Sorry, did I jump? No, no. <laughs> it, it's uh, I I didn't necessarily have like a part that I was going to bring it up, but I was I was talking to a friend of mine, and we've I've we've never talked about it since then. We'll talk about your siblings. You have two sis. We've never. No one's ever talked about it since then. I mean, at the time, my. My older sister was living with my mom. Like after the divorce, she just went with my mom. My younger sister and I went back and forth, you know, until I was 18. And she's she still like kind of goes back and forth just as an adult drives, whatever. She my younger sister was very young at the time. And she's not she's so silly. She's so different than us. She's not I'm not an affectionate person to anyone but my family. Like my family and I are very close and we're very huggy and touchy and she is not. And it's hilarious because I will watch my older sister try and hug on her and it's just like stiff. (laughs) She's like, why are you like this? I'm your sister. Yes. Um, There was never a conversation. I mean, my younger sister was too young at the time. And my older sister and I literally never had a conversation about it. We've never had a conversation about it. I almost feel like I am going to have to come out to them again. Right. Because it's never been talked about since. And they know, like, I've had... I don't introduce... Anytime I've dated anyone, I've never introduced to anyone. If I was dating someone right now, I wouldn't say, Allie, meet my boyfriend, so-and-so. Anytime I introduce someone I'm dating, I'm, I'm like, this is... John mm-hmm. or everyone like me, Brad, whatever. I've, I've never thought about, you know, this is my boyfriend. Like mm. that's, you're not going to call him boyfriend. You're going to call him Brad. So this is Brad. Right. <laughs> and maybe, I don't know, maybe that's a subconscious decision that I made a long time ago, but my family has met guys I was dating, but it was never in that context. A couple of weeks ago, I was drunk. My sister called me. He was like 11, 12. Lush and <laughs> at 11 mm, on a Tuesday. On a, yeah. No. Uh, she got me about something and we were talking and she brought up my other podcast, GUI. And I was make I was like, I, th- I think we were talking about I was recording or writing notes at the time or something. And she was asking about it. I was like, no, not that one. It's, it's this other one I'm working on. And she had no clue. And I told her a little bit about it. And, and she was like, oh, OK. And I was like, you, you're not going to want to listen to it. And she was like, why? And I was like, it's it's like a lifestyle, dating, sex, relationships. I was like, you're not going to, you don't want to hear about <laughs> me talking about those things. And she was like, well, you you know, we're, we are interested in that side of your life. Like, we, we are. Because they're not a part of it. And I think that was a, the, I mean, that was the first opportunity she ever had to try and, we would like to hear about your, you know, dating or whatever but i'm i mean i I obviously shut it down because i was like you don't want to hear me talk about sex i was gonna say i want to hear about your fisting sessions like right she doesn't want to hear me talk about fisting i mean i listen i am most definitely telling my two brothers (laughs) because if we could ever relate on anything we may be the complete opposites but i'm like brah you like that pussy i like that pussy let's talk about it they're gonna be like yeah yeah jesus oh yeah God, I love that. Oh, yeah. They're like, that's my sister. Get it. That's my sister. <laughs> well, hey. at least we can say, hey, it's genetic. 
Man, that magnet runs in the jeans. <laughs> Watch out, lady killers, all four of us. <laughs> Is there a moment you realized you were gay story where you accepted it? <laughs> Do you have like the, like I got the accepting moment. I left the Indigo Girls concert and went, sit. That was, that was for I'm you personally like coming yeah, out to yourself. That was coming out to myself. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't have that. I had that. And I just looked over to the Amanda Fletcher who was with me in the car and I'm like, you're my boss and you took me to Cinema Girls concert. You know, <laughs> I'm a lesbian. And we celebrated because we stopped at a gas station. Well, it was so funny. We're leaving the Indigo Girls concert ah. from Asheville, North Carolina, going to Clinton, South Carolina. Yes. And I, <laughs> you know, we, I had bought drinks. I'm pretty sure she might have bought me the drinks. I had bought drinks. It was just she and I. She was the, she was, the, she was my boss at the time. And we were driving back from Asheville down to, back to Clinton. We were like, fuck, that concert was fabulous. I had an amazing time. And I'm like, oh, my God, Amanda, I'll never forget this. I'm like, I, I got to say something. <laughs> She's like, what? And I guess Amanda was in her 30s. She might have been 33 or 34. She wasn't that much older than me. I said, you know what? I'm a lesbian. <laughs> and she said, are you? <laughs> and I said, I am a lesbian. And I'm okay with that. And she was, she's like, she's like, I think I'm going to cry. <laughs> it was like maybe two o'clock in the morning. It was like two o'clock in the morning. Aww. And we're going down 26 Adams, you can imagine. Oh, God. You know, there's no lights. It's Not pitch black. Not a damn one. And she goes, I think we need to celebrate. She gets off of 26, goes to one of those dunk scary ass gas stations right now? we're between Asheville and Clinton on 26 so we're upstate South Carolina in the Blue Ridge Mountains the foothills yeah that's and a dunk. we didn't need gas she just says I think this is a time to celebrate I kind of think she might have needed water too but so we get <laughs> off and she's like what do you want to drink to celebrate and I'll never forget it I said ginger ale please <laughs> Canadian dry Canadian I said dry. Canadian dry and she runs in she comes out she's like here's your ginger ale there's her water we cheers and we go back but the best part of it was I'm like okay you're the only person who knows this because I just now really accepted this mm -hmm. and now you know it and she's like oh my god I'm so touched I don't know what to do and I'm like it's just it's awesome Amanda we're just gonna <laughs> go with it so we're outside my dorm and we still joke about this all these years later because we pull up behind my dorm and I'm in the passenger side she's in the driver's side and I'm like okay well I'm gonna get out now and she said well is there anything left to celebrate what should we do I was joking and I'm so glad she took it as a joke because I'm like I don't know maybe we should make out or something <laughs> and she was like she goes oh my god get out of my car <laughs> and so then I just laughed and she left and I got out of the car and I think years from now was I joking I don't know I kind of might have wanted to have made out with Amanda but it was just she was like a really good friend obviously a close confidant and the next day at work I'm like so and she's like yeah you feeling good about your lesbian self? And I'm like, I am. <laughs> your lesbian self. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was so excited about it. She's like, so who are you going to tell next? She was the first person Aww. I came out to. She's That's like, who are you going to tell next? And I'm like, ooh, Josh. <laughs> wow. <-y. laughs> I don't know. I haven't got that far. My gay best friend, I think. That might be the next good step. And then Tawana about a year later. Was Josh out at the time? Yes. He had already been out. Okay. Yep. He had already come out Did to me the summer lesbian? before. You know, we were outside. We recently just recently talked about this. Okay. We were at the house in Easley. Yeah. Outside. Had just left the castle. Had come home. And I was like, you know what? 
Josh, I'm a lesbian. He goes, all right. <laughs> he was just like, okay, okay. He had already been out for quite some time. And it was the summer of graduate school. I was in graduate school. I'm not kidding when I say I came out late. Yeah. And and I had not had a sexual relationship up until then. Wow. I was a virgin well into my mid-20s. Like, legit. I thought I could be asexual at that point. It was one of those mm. like, uh, mm-hmm. I want it. I don't know how to get it. Right. So I'm just going to study. <laughs> I'm just going to study? I'm just going to study. I'm just going to study. <laughs> I'm just going to do me, get the best vibrator money can buy, and call it a day. Ain't that just the way? Mary. Ain't it, though? <laughs> Married to the to the books. Right. Well, it's so great. I just saw Amanda at a professional conference last, la, uh, it was the last national one, so I guess it was in May. And I, we went over it again. I'm like, do you remember when I came out? And she's she like, was how like, how did I forget? Oh, she's like, oh, of course. Indigo Girls, Asheville. She's like, you has to make out with me in my car. <laughs> and she goes, I know you were kidding. I know it was a joke. I'm like, ah. I'm glad I'm glad you still take it that way. Because <laughs> you're still you gorgeous still and I can't believe way. you're marrying the guy. Whatever, it's fine. Not, I'm glad you got the joke. I'm glad you still take it that I'm way. I'm glad you still take it that way. <laughs> no, it was so funny um, because we would still, even to this day, I would joke every now and then when I hadn't spoken to her in a long time, I'd send her a message going, I think a wedding in autumn would be nice. And she goes, <laughs> I agree. She says, Mike thinks that'd be great too. He's more than happy to have a third. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All That's right. fine. I knew her before he knew her, so I asked to kiss her first. Is all I got to say about all that. You situation. got you got dibs first. You were the first. You got in. First. I kind of got there first. Like I appreciated it first. Yeah. Because I saw the beauty and the amazingness and the awesomeness and thought, uh, as a new lesbian in her shoes, <laughs> I kind of want to make out with Amanda. A new lesbian. <laughs> Those stilettos fit well, <laughs> and I kind of want to tip tap them over this way. I'll be like, I'm going to make sure you listen to this podcast. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> Actually, sorry, not sorry. She's hot. You're lucky. <laughs> She's hot. You're lucky. I love that. That's amazing. Do you, did you have anyone like significant that you told Lewis? You know, now that I think about it, after I got out of high school, I fell in love with little drummer who I was so in love with. And then I think that's how I ended up coming out to my friends was I was like, hey, I really like him. And then that all imploded when... He was like when his best friend told him that he would not be his friend anymore if he dated me. So that's so that's the backstory, Ellie. If you did that, there's your backstory for it. But um, I think that's that was when that was my coming out to my friends because it was so big, it was so dramatic, and that was that was that. And then I always think of coming out at work. And I remember my first job out of college. Uh, I was working at a, I'm, I'm a teacher. So I was working at a, like a little Jewish school. And like, the thing is like, we're all super tight there. Everyone's best friends, whatever. We follow each other on all the socials. And I was dating someone and I posted a picture of him finally. And I just, cause I was like, do we gonna do this? He's like, yeah, let's do it. So I did it. <laughs> it was like, what? We're talking about this in the morning. And I, I used to work the morning show. So at seven 30, I get there and everyone's fucking waiting in the foyer, ready oh, to God. fucking grill me about this. And like, I remember getting a text message from one of my uh, really good friends. She, she was like, <laughs> she was like, first of all, you will never do that again. You know, you have to go through all the channels before you post or do anything. We all have to know first. So like that was, I guess that's a good, a positive coming out for me was that like, I think, I, I think like, cause it was also like a later in life thing. It was like, I was out ish. Right. So 
So I think like the work thing, like, and then having that support at work and like keeping those friends even to this day has been like a huge help. And like being like, oh, I'm okay to talk about this. I'm all right to do this. I'm all right to do a podcast and talk about this shit right now. Even after coming out, like I have one of my best friends, Robert, he is straight. He's actually married to his high school sweetheart. Also my best. I have so many best friends, basically. I have a group of four. We're all like five best friends. So two of them are married and like, we always joke around and whatever. Like, this is my, this is my boyfriend, whatever. So it's cute. And then I had another friend who would always just like flirt with me, whatever. And it was like funny. So it's nice to have those like straight ally friends that are like, Oh yeah. Cool about it. So those, so that, I think that is a big thing too. Like that, that really helped me like be more, be more confident in myself. Coming out in the workplace is a coming out. It's a new coming out story. Every time because you every time you get a new job or if you start a new what you would say is a new chapter in your life Mm -hmm. chapter one of your new part is always gonna have to do with so i came out at work today my (laughs) boss realized i was a lesbian after trying to hook me up with her son like it's one of those i was never oh my god when i realized i was currently when i got my new position two years ago the moment that I realized that half of my office was gay oh, wow. was one of those moments where I realized I made the right choice. Yeah, I amazing. left South Carolina and I moved to Atlanta. And by God, if I wasn't set up in an office where half of the half of the staff was gay. And I'll never forget my director saying, like, I would talk about Josh a lot, who's my roommate, best friend since fifth grade, also gay. And I would be like, Josh, this, Josh and I, that, our house, this, our apartment, that. And my director, she, I mean, I feel, I was like, oh, this must be the boyfriend. This must be this. How long have y'all been together? I'm like, well. (laughs) Oh, we've been together for um, decades. I've known him since (laughs) fifth grade. Um, But I had been so accustomed to thinking I needed to hide it so that I wouldn't face discrimination in the workplace. Yeah. Only to realize, like, oh, my God, I'm surrounded by literal queens. Mm -hmm. I'm good. I'm good. And, God, you know what? It just makes you that much cooler, I think. In my office, for sure, it was like, ah, hired another one. So, (laughs) we're good. I'm definitely getting the cultural sensitivity and the acceptance and the just the, the... the camaraderie of the office right. is just a little more enhanced and fabulous because finally now they were gay. So to have a lesbian, I'm like, this needs a lesbian touch. I think going to put that little bitchy face over here. <laughs> this needs a lesbian touch. Yeah. My boss is just throw some too nice. up on this wall. Exactly. There's not a, not a trail going this way. Yeah. It's one of those, you know, the women here are just a little too nice. Yes. There's not a lick of testosterone in this joint. <laughs> exactly. I'm bringing the butt. <laughs> when in fact, I'm not, I'm not butch at all, but it's one of those, you know what? What you need that deck fixed, girl? Let me tell you how to fix that deck. While we're on that topic, I'm curious. Lewis and I have talked about the labels in the gay, specifically the gay community. Fucking yeah. uh, like your otter, otter bear, <laughs> yes. Bears, um, oh my! Lewis identifies as an onion. Yeah, I'm a whole lot onion. I have so many layers. That's hot. Well, because I have so many layers. Like, like you were literally hinting at. You were like. I'm the lesbian in there. And I'm just like, when I go to work, I'm like the fucking holy grail because I'm a dude in early childhood education. I'm brown and I'm queer. So I got mm-hmm. your whole fucking rainbow diversity right there. Oh, that and affirmative like, action. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, we got one. We're all oh, we're covered if we hire. How many boxes does he check? 
All oh of my them. God. We covered them. There's an other. We got to yeah. ride in. <laughs> oh my God. We got to ride in. Because, I mean, you mentioned this earlier. Allie works in um, what? Immigration regulation. Yeah. And so, I mean, you you deal with a lot of diversity paper, like literal legal paperwork around diversity. And it's so crazy how much, like, me and the Department of, of Homeland boxes Security. Mm. You're looking at ICE. Then me and them agents at the border, we like it. <laughs> well, there is an actual lesbian in the office now. An actual lesbian? Oh, a real As in an obvious lesbian. Before you go, I want to rewind. What, how does, I'm going to take advantage of you while, you're, while you're here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the lesbian community as far as, you know, because again, I think Lewis has mentioned he doesn't feel like he falls into the, the boxes and I don't feel like I do either. Like I don't identify as... Any, I don't like the animal labels that have just like descended upon the gay community. Otter, bear, fucking, what did you say? Panther was? Yeah. No, cheetah, I, what was it? I think it was panther because you made a cheetah joke. Yeah. I don't fit into any of those. And I think, Lewis, you don't feel like you do either. I also don't want to. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> how, I mean, I don't think that there's, I only know of the two in the lesbian community, like butch and lis- lipstick. Mm. No, I'm a hard femme, soft butch. Ooh, I yes, love to wear I heels, but I'll change the oil in your car. Ooh, hard it's femme, like soft butch. Hard femme, soft butch. I like to have my eyes did and my heels high, but I'll get dirty. I'll get dirty. I like I getting feel, dirty. I feel like that's what I identify as too, to be honest. There we go. There's my yeah. nipples. Thank you. I'm, I'm not a lesbian. Oh my God, you two are hard femme, soft butch. That's hot. I'm pretty sure I am. Get me back on track, Adam. <laughs> All right. Reeling it in, is there anything else you guys uh, would like to talk about coming out related? Everyone should do it. Yeah. I just want to say, and I will say this, everyone should have a coming out story, no matter how big or how small, how dramatic or how not, because it is a part of your life. It is. And whether it's coming out to yourself, your friends, your family, or just a close confidant. Like everyone, everyone does have one. People will say they don't and they might say they don't really have one. But no matter what, at some point they had a conversation with someone. Yeah, you've thought about it. And that in itself is most definitely a coming out story. Yeah. We all got one. And you know what? No matter how boring you think it is, it's always interesting to someone else. And you should definitely tell it. Yeah. And I think the other big thing is do it at your pace. And do it when you feel the most fucking comfortable. Very true. Just fucking do it. 100%. Because, I mean, when even you- even if it is later in life, like, because like Ali just said, like, you're going to have to be real with yourself first. You're going to have to come out to yourself first. And any way, shape, or form. I never even thought about that. Yeah. It's always, like, it's like we've been saying this entire time. Like, you cannot have a change or make change without first accepting it yourself and being ready to do it yourself like you have to physically Mm -hmm. mentally spiritually emotionally whatever just be ready for it and then that's why i say do it at your pace because some people are not ready for the repercussions of what happens after and i think i think i think the other important thing is like it might not be great it might not be good but i want you to feel happy that you did it because even if something like your family doesn't accept you or your friends there is the the term chosen family where you will meet yeah. you will meet new people along the way and they will be your family and like love you just the same. I mean, because that's, that's what happens is like once you're honest with yourself, I honestly do think good things will happen. 
Cause yes. like you're, cause you're literally living your best life. Then you are living your truth. Like fucking do it, live your truth. And like, and like, I just like, I was like, Oh, I didn't come out. And like, this is going to be my coming out story. So surprise, you're all my family. Now I just came out again to everyone. Finally, <laughs> publicly, there it is. I love everything we've talked about. And I think that we've covered it pretty well. Yeah. Raised a lot more points than I was expecting to today. Like coming out to yourself. Yeah. That's, that's something I never thought about. And that's awesome. If anyone is going through these these moments and troubles and trying to figure out how to how to go about it or or what to do, all of our DMs are open. All of us are available. Like I would I would love to to talk to you and I'm yeah. sure Lewis would and and Ali is Most over definitely. here like a professional talking to individuals <laughs> going through some things. If you're a lesbian and you're trying to get it together, I got there you. you go. Come on. If you're come a at lesbian me. in the world and you're trying to get it together. Your story is valuable and I do it's love listening. Yeah. Well, Ali, is there anything that you would like to plug? Uh, maybe your Instagram. I mean, handle? I can always I can what is my what even is my handle? A-H-C. This is how bad. What is it? A H C A H S E A Y. Yeah. That's right. Go ahead. Come on. Plug me. You want people to follow you? <laughs> yeah. Follow yeah. me. Follow me. Anyone who wants to at, make the request at A-H-S-E-A-Y. There you go. There it is. That is Allie. And uh, we'll wrap up here now, too. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to another episode of Perfectly Incapable. Follow us on Instagram at Perfectly Incapable Podcast. And again, our DMs are open. Yeah. And for and for those of for those of you that came out, congrats. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the family. Congratulations. Welcome to the family. You got at least your first three followers right here. Yes. Thank you so much, guys. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>